the Lonely Lemur. All aboard the story train, find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We are going someplace new. I'm Birdie, the keeper of the story train. I wear a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. Two whistles? It's time to go! We're headed for the rainbow tunnel that will take us far, far away. I wonder where the story train will lead us this time. Here comes the end of the tunnel. We've traveled very far to a place called Madagascar. Madagascar is an island off the coast of Africa. It sits in an ocean called the Indian Ocean and it's home to many animals. Today we're going to be hearing a story about lemurs. Do you know what a lemur is? It's a monkey and there are many different kinds of lemurs in Madagascar. There are mouse lemurs, ring-tailed lemurs, black and white lemurs, brown lemurs, bamboo lemurs, red lemurs, so many lemurs. Let's head over to where the big trees all tell a story. It's a famous story among the lemurs of Madagascar and it happened on a sunny morning in the big tree. There were many trees in the forest, but one of the trees was the biggest. This tree had a very wide top full of branches and green leaves. It was the tree the lemurs liked the most because there was so much room to play. Many lemurs were in the tree that day and they were playing a game called follow the leader. In this game, one lemur took the lead and the rest tried to follow. The leader would swing from one branch to another, around and around the tree, up and down and all around. All the other lemurs tried to keep up, racing after the leader. The lemurs made lots of sounds as they chased and chased, calling to each other and laughing together. This went on for some time until the lemurs in the big tree heard a sound from far away. It was the sound of one lemur calling to them. All the lemurs stopped swinging and became very quiet. They waited and the sound came again. I'm all alone in this tree, said the lemur. All the lemurs in the big tree looked in the direction of the voice and there they saw another tree. And this tree was tall and skinny and it was as tall as a big tree, but it didn't have any leaves, and it was narrow as it reached up into the sky. And way up near the top, they saw where the voice was coming from. It was one lemur, all alone, hanging onto a branch. What are you doing all the way up there? cried one of the lemurs in the big tree. I thought it was the big tree because it's tall said the lonely lemur, but I climbed the wrong tree. We are sorry to hear that, said one of the lemurs in the big tree. Why don't you climb down and come on over here? We're playing follow the leader. The lonely lemur explained that she was afraid to climb all the way down. She was stuck way up in the tree and wished that someone could help her. 
All the lemurs in the big tree gathered together to talk about what they should do. They agreed that one lonely lemur was one too many, but they argued about how they could help. One of the lemurs thought they should all go to the other tree and play there, but the other tree didn't have very many branches and no leaves. It was not a tree that lemurs liked to play in. But then one of the lemurs had a good idea. What if we all hold hands and make a long lemur? Then we could swing over and get the lonely lemur. All the lemurs thought this was a marvelous idea. They swung out to the farthest branch in the tree, which hung high in the air over the ground, and they proceeded to make a chain. The first lemur hung down from the branch. The second lemur took their hand. Now there were two lemurs hanging together from the tree branch, but they needed many more than that. Over and over, one after the other, lemurs climbed down the many lemurs rope and grabbed a hand. After a while, there were so many lemurs hanging from the tree, the lemur rope almost touched the ground. Now we have to swing, said the lemur at the top. Swing, swing, swing! The long line of lemurs swung left, then right, then left again. And with each swing, the line of lemurs went higher and higher. Finally, after many swings, the lonely lemur could reach the very last lemur on the line. Grab a hold, said the lemur. And so the lonely lemur did. She swung down towards the ground and back up again many times until the swinging stopped. Now all you have to do is climb up all the lemurs, said the lemur at the bottom. I can do that, said the lonely lemur. As the lonely lemur climbed up, she met each and every lemur that was playing in the big tree. They all said, hello, would you like to play? And each time she was asked, the lonely lemur said, Oh yes, I would very much like to play. After a while, all the lemurs had climbed back up into the big tree. They had rescued the lonely lemur. She wasn't lonely anymore. She had many friends to play with. And not only that, she got to be the leader for the next round of the Follow the Leader game. Isn't it nice when our friends come to help us? I just love that story. It makes me want to go outside and swing from a tree. But we can't do that today because the story train is starting up again. It's time to head back to the rainbow tunnel and find our way home. Find a comfy seat and settle in. We'll be back before you know it. It's time for the story train to end come back again. Who knows where the story train will take us next? It could be anywhere. A Whale of a Tale All aboard the story train! Take your seat! We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. I have a strange feeling about our adventure today, like it will take us to a very unexpected place. I've got my green hat on, 
the one with the little white birdie on the front, and my favorite overalls. We're ready to head down the tracks. Here we go. Where will Story Train lead us this time? We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone. It's off to far, far away. Here comes the end of the tunnel. This is very strange, just like I thought it would be. We haven't left Pflugerville at all. The story train has arrived right next to the Pflugerville Ocean. And you know what that means. It means we're going to do something very different today. We're going to get off the train and into a submarine. Off we go. Down the ramp and across the sandy beach. Then we'll walk up the wooden dock and there, there it is. The whale of a tail submarine. Inside are twins, a brother and a sister, and they're 10 years old. They're going to take you on a trip around the ocean. In we go, closing the hatch, and we're off. Hi there, says Xavia. I'm the captain of a whale of a tail sub. Welcome aboard. Co-captain, says Atlas. I'm also a captain, so you have two captains. And that means you're double safe as we show you around. Today we're looking for a treasure, says Xavia. The treasure is hard to find, but we think we can find it if you help us. First, we're going to visit Stingray Bay and see what we can see there. When the whale of a tail submarine enters Stingray Bay, there are many stingrays swimming around. They glide through the water like birds without feathers and look at the submarine and wonder what it's doing down there. They're gray with white bellies and they sometimes lay flat on the bottom of the ocean. They look like they're going in slow motion, flapping their fins like wings. Passing through Stingray Bay, says Atlas. On our way to the coral reef, says Xavier. The submarine continues on through the blue water with the sun shining down through the surface. We're not very deep in the ocean now, and here comes the coral reef. You always know when you arrive at the coral reef, says Xavia, because there are so many fish. And they come in every color of the rainbow, says Atlas. There are green fish, blue fish, red fish, and yellow fish. There are tiny fish and big fish, says Xavia. They like the coral reef because they can find food here and they can hide inside all the cracks and crevices of the bright colored coral. While we're looking at all the colorful fish, a turtle swims by. It is going very slowly using its legs to swim through the water. It's going deeper, so we follow the turtle to see where it's going. I know where Flippy is going, says Atlas because he knows this turtle. Flippy is its name, and it wanders off from home all the time. Flippy is headed home, and you know what that means, says Xavier. It means we'll get to see Turtle Cove 
where Flippy's parents live, says Atlas. We follow Flippy past all the coral reef and down deeper into the blue water. It's quiet and still all around, and we wonder, when will we find some treasure? We're arriving at the edge of the turtle cove, says Atlas. Wait until you see all the turtles. We drift silently into the cove, and suddenly we're surrounded by turtles swimming by from every direction. They're curious about our tiny submarine and look into the windows. One of the turtles waves at us, and we all wave back. She swims away with her turtle friends. More green turtles swim past, and over our heads and under our feet. It is very peaceful here, and the light from the sun shines on the bottom of the ocean. The bottom of the ocean is sandy and soft here, says Atlas. I wish we could walk along the undersea beach and find shells. Look, Flippy is leaving again, Xavier says. We better follow her and make sure she gets back home safely. We drift through Turtle Cove and out the other side, and now we are in very deep water. Flippy keeps swimming. She has some place to go, but where could it be? I think I know where she's going, Atlas says. Me too, says Xavier. It's a very special place. A strange sound echoes through the ocean. It's deep and strong, from something very big. And then, like magic, there it is. It's a giant blue whale moving through the water. It's bigger than a bus! Xavia says. Much bigger than a bus, says Atlas. It's as big as ten buses. We drift along the side of the whale for a long time. The whale seems to go on forever until finally we reach its big eye. It stares at us, wondering what we're doing down here. That is one big eye, says Atlas. The biggest says Xavia. Hi, Blue. How are you? The whale makes the sound again. Big and friendly, this whale is called Blue, and it likes us. Flippy does some turtle flips in front of Blue. These two are friends. They like to say hello at least a few times every day. It's getting late, says Xavia. We need to get you back to the story train. Off we go, says Atlas. We wave goodbye to Blue and start for home. Through the Turtle Cove, where we leave Flippy behind. Past the coral reef with its colorful fish, and finally through Stingray Bay. We're coming up on the dock where Xavier and Atlas will drop us off, but we haven't found any treasure, or have we? We sure did find a lot of treasure on our treasure hunt, says Xavier. We did? We all ask. Sure we did, says Atlas. Almost no one gets to see what we saw today. We saw stingrays and brightly colored fish and swimming turtles and a whale. We all agree that yes, the ocean is full of treasures. You just have to know what you're looking for. The hatch is open and we're getting out. 
Down the wooden dock we go, and back into the story train. I do love the ocean, and I hope you do too. If you want to hear all sorts of stories about the ocean, search for Whale of a Tail wherever you listen. You can go on lots of adventures with Atlas and Xavia. They can always use the help. The story train is rolling down the beach and into the rainbow tunnel. We'll be home before you know it. Come back again. You never know where the story train will take us, but I'll always be here to show you the way. Until next time, Birdie signing off. A nighttime surprise for Arctic Fox. It's time for another ride on the story train. Find your spot and settle in. The train will be leaving before you know it. The forecast includes adventure, but we won't know where until we ride through the rainbow tunnel. When we come out on the other side, we could be anywhere in the world. I wonder where the story train will lead us this time. The rainbow tunnel is just up ahead, right around the bend. Here it is, and in we go. It's full of light inside the rainbow tunnel, and it doesn't take very long to get to the other side. But when we reach the other side, we won't be in Pflugerville anymore. We'll be magically transported somewhere else. Here comes the end of the tunnel. We've traveled very far away from our home today. We're in a cold place that's full of snow where it's getting close to nighttime. The windows on the story train are even iced over. But did you know some animals can live in very cold places without a coat or a hat? It's true. One of those animals is the Arctic Fox. And we're about to meet two Arctic Foxes right now. This story is called A Nighttime Surprise for Arctic Fox. One day, baby Arctic Fox was running in and out of its snowy den, in one way and out another, over and over. You have a lot of energy today, said Mama Fox. Maybe I should take you on an adventure and show you a surprise. Yeah, cried baby Fox. I want a surprise. And then he raced around the den even faster. It's a long walk from here. Are you sure you can manage it? Asked Mama Fox. Sure I can. I'm big and strong and fast, said Baby Fox. So Mama Fox agreed to take Baby Fox on an adventure to show him a surprise. They began their walk through the wilderness when there was an hour of light left on the day and Baby Fox wondered if they would make it back before dark. Mama Fox explained that what they were going to see could only be seen at night, and besides, Arctic foxes can dig a den in the snow very quickly. So this is like a campout, said Baby Fox. I love campouts. The truth was, Baby Fox had never been on a campout before, He had only ever slept in the den at home, but he wasn't afraid. He trusted his mother to protect him wherever they were going. After a while, they passed a reindeer standing in the snow. 
where are you off to at such a late hour? said the reindeer. I thought you'd be cozied up in your den by now. We're on an adventure, said Baby Fox. And somewhere on our adventure, there's going to be a surprise. I do like surprises, said Reindeer. Can I come along with you? Sure you can, said Baby Fox. Now there were three animals on the adventure, two arctic foxes and one reindeer, and it became darker still. Soon they came upon a puffin, which is a small bird with an orange beak and orange feet. The puffin is a friendly bird, so the puffin also asked them where they were going. To find a surprise for baby fox, said reindeer. All puffins like a good surprise, so puffin decided to come along too. Now there were four on the adventure. Two arctic foxes, a reindeer, and a puffin. While they walked, they also talked. Reindeer told Baby Fox all about where he was born and all the places he had ever been over the years in Iceland. And Puffin told Baby Fox all about flying over the tundra from one end of Iceland to the other. It was all very interesting. Baby Fox watched as the sun went all the way down and the night became darker. We've come to the end of our adventure. Mama Fox said. We have? asked Baby Fox. But I don't remember seeing a surprise along the way. Oh, I don't know. I haven't taken a walk with a reindeer and a puffin in a very long time, said Mama Fox. It's quite surprising. I suppose you're right, said Baby Fox. But reindeer and puffin are not the only surprises, said Mama Fox. Let's lie down in the snow, and another surprise will come to us. It will come to us? asked Baby Fox. Oh, said Puffin, I know what the surprise is. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. I think I know what it is too, said Reindeer. It's a very nice surprise. Baby Fox was feeling excited because whatever the surprise was, Everyone else had already seen it and liked it. He lay down on the snow and waited, and he realized he was finally a little bit tired. You rest while I dig us a den in the snow, said Mama Fox. Mama Fox dug and dug and dug. She dug very quickly and made sure there was a big opening to see out of. Come inside, baby fox, said Mama Fox. It's warmer in here next to me. Baby Fox crawled down into the den and curled up next to his mama. He stared out of the opening into the night sky. Here it comes, said Mama Fox. Yes, here it comes, said Reindeer and Puffin. The sky slowly filled with beautiful, vibrant colors swishing through the dark night sky. First there were just a few swirls, then there were more. And then the whole sky seemed to fill with color. Mama, the sky is full of colors, said Baby Fox. I know, said Mama Fox. That's the surprise. It's called the Northern Lights. But it's nighttime. How can there be so many colors in the sky when it's dark outside? 
That's what makes it a surprise, said Mama Fox. It's surprising. And mysterious, said Reindeer. And magical, said Puffin. Baby Arctic Fox lay his head down on the snow and watched the show in the sky. Mama Fox reminded Baby that sometimes darkness is okay because we need it in order to see the stars and the lights and the magic of the world. And as she talked, Baby Fox finally ran out of energy. He smiled up at the night sky, amazed at the wonder of the world he lived in, and drifted off to sleep. Do you hear that? The story train is back on the move. It's time for us to go. We have to get back to Pflugerville train station before it gets too late. It's back to Pflugerville for us. But if you want to hear more stories, just search for Go Kid Go and you'll find all sorts of things to explore. Come back again. I'll be waiting on the story train. Goodbye for now.